Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting live around the world, this is The Ryan Lindsay Show. Phone lines are open to speak with Ryan or any of his guests at 319-527-6702 or email Ryan. The email address is ryan at ryanlindsayshow.com. Now, here's Ryan Lindsay. From the beautiful Northwoods of Wisconsin, once again, I am Ryan Lindsay, along with my co-host Tamara Gleason, and we bring you the Ryan Lindsay Show. We've got a good one for you tonight. Pam Barsh is my guest. Uh, she is a uh, author, energy and life coach, an intuitive healer and speaker. She's dedicated her life to spreading messages of love and hope, and I think she's going to uh, to help us out all tonight. So uh, we're going to have a fun conversation with her. Without any further ado, I have to introduce my uh, co-host, Tamara Gleason. And Tamara, you're in Nashville now. You're not in Wisconsin anymore. Well, I'm in Nashville. You know I'm a traveling mystic, Ryan. Um, yeah, I'm back working in Nashville. I've been here for a week. It feels a little different since I last left here in December of 2019, as you can imagine, mm-hmm. with the tornado and, you know, someone that does a lot of energy work and, and feels the land out and the people. It's been a little, been a little strange here, but... You know, Nashville's got a great heart, and uh, she's healing. She's she feels she feels good. She feels good. Mm-hmm. Beautiful city, beautiful weather. Oh, I won't even rub it in, but the weather's been beautiful this week. <laughs> hey, we had 50 in sun today, so that's up in northern Wisconsin. So that's, that's fine. Wonderful. We'll take it. It's our last day of it. <laughs> well, yeah. you, you know, you can always drive south. Well, sometimes you can. I don't know. Are the states open for driving? I don't even know what's going on in the world. <laughs> I'm just you don't. The pulse. I'm just keeping the pulse. No, I have not watched the news at all in a week, and that's I have been walking. Probably a good thing. It, it, yeah, that's what I've heard, and I feel it. You know, I'm an empath. But um, yeah. yeah, so just raising the vibe. Um, you know, working on. Just holding the light, you know, and I think many of us are doing that. So this tonight, I apologize. I'm a little exhausted. You could probably hear it. I've had a busy week, you know, going from sedentary all year, pretty much, right, to <laughs> life in the big it's city again. Holy, very busy. Very. It's a different. Anytime you jump portals, you know, you have to adjust to the energy of that land anyway. So yeah, sure. a little. Little small town in Wisconsin, back into the big city. It's a little bit of an adjustment, but it's good. But wonderful guests tonight for these topics we're dealing with, for sure. Yes, 
Yes, and I I think I'm going to ask her because she says she's a messenger of love, and I wasn't well, we I wasn't going to bring this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wasn't going to bring this up, and just until the intro, I thought maybe maybe tonight I'll reveal a little something. I've gotten a big argument with my wife just before the show, and I tell you, it oh, was yeah. one of the one of the biggest that we've had, and uh, we're both in the oh, cooling man. down stage right now. So uh, I think between you and Pam. Uh, you're going to be able to help me out tonight. And <laughs> wow, and your and your lovely wife. You know, I have to tell you, and I'll just hold a little space for you. Blessings to you and your wife. It has been so hard on so mm. many people's relationships, the masculine and the mm-hmm. fe- feminine, right? Mm-hmm. And I have to say, because I have worked with thousands, right, over the years, 22 mm-hmm. years to be exact, I'm having my BOCO annual BOGO deal for my 22nd year, by the way. If people want to message me or reach out to me on Facebook, but many, many people, you know, we all have the masculine and feminine within us. And men play a role on this planet, and women do as well. And it's, it's, it's been intense and a lot of internal work. When you live close to someone and we're all trying to get it and figure it out, it, it's been, so we just hold the space. We just say, for the divine masculine or the divine feminine and just get our balance. It, it, the days of dumping our pain, wounds, fear, mm-hmm. we're, we're realizing that it doesn't work, especially with those that we love the most, you know, she's working yeah. in the public school system yeah. right now, right? She's working right. in the public school system. I can't even imagine what, yeah. you know, I have several friends that are teachers, male and female, and what a role they are doing to assist our young people and cheer oh, them yeah. up during these uncertain, uncertain times, you know. Right. So my heart goes out to both of you because I'm a bringer of love too, <laughs> and it's going to be okay. I know it's going to be a few oh, years yeah, up here ahead of you, but we have to just get back as quick as you can to love, quick as you can yep. to love. I know it. Allow know people it. to be where they are. So yeah, but you know, I'm telling you, we've all been, you know. Just trying to figure it out. So, so what are we going to talk about tonight? What, what, we're going to talk. Gonna bring up? We're going to talk. She is an author and energy and life coach. I'm going to introduce her now. She is an intuitive healer and a speaker. She has dedicated her life to spreading messages of love and hope. She is the author of The Seven Magical Steps to Activating Your Soul Abundance. Her name is Pam Barsh, and she uh, joins us on the Ryan Lindsay Show. Pam, how are you? Great. How are you? Doing very well, I'm glad, thank you. Glad to be here. It's exciting. I, I love what you're talking about already. It really hits a lot of points of the things that I talk about a lot with, you know, when, when, when we're going through hard things, how do we get back to that love energy? Because yeah. I know in my life I've got had my own struggles. You know, it's not like I suddenly became a medium and, and intuitive and all these things, <laughs> and, and then everything was just in alignment and I was, perfectly in my <laughs> spiritual path it just doesn't work that way it would be nice there's so many did. things that you're learning you know right. along the way and you're you're discovering things about yourself and you're realizing what you've held inside maybe there's like fear that you've held on to there's things that you've been affected by that you didn't realize until you started to go into that more so for me it took me a while and I'm still working through some of that sometimes I think we're never really perfect here in the physical plane we're just still having experiences and then we'll just take those back to the other side and then we'll see a different perspective there. 
here it seems a little hard at times. And we're like, why is this happening? Why am I going through this? Am I learning this again because I still haven't learned? And I, I discovered yeah. that with oh, myself too. Good. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of times well, that I'll, I'll be thinking, okay, how many times have I learned the lesson about patience? That comes up over and over again. Oh, boy. So I have to keep oh, relearning oh. that one. And it's, and it's not my favorite one for whatever reason. So I just, I, I stumbled through that one a little bit. But what led me to this point is a few years ago, I had gone through this acute illness where I just suddenly, my body was not functioning at all. I just basically bottomed out. And really the medical profession couldn't help me. And I started to go to alternative healers and acupuncture and nutrition and doing like meditations a lot and trying to do my own research and discovery to figure out what could I do to basically come back and live my life again because I was bedridden. I was not able to walk. Um, I was not functioning hardly at all. So it, it was you know, the thought was like, what can I do? Am I ever going to be able to do anything again? So during that time, I began to talk to angels and spirits. And that's what helped me to understand how I could bring in this love energy and and focus on the healing and the positive things, even though in that moment, I was really, really down. And I was not functioning that well. and And I was basically feeling so sick that when you're in that state, all you can feel is that. And you don't know how to see the good part because you're just struggling so much. And I think that's true even if you don't have a physical illness. You know, you could have a mental illness. You could have other struggles and challenges in your life, and you can still feel like that overwhelmed feeling. And so for me, I just kept going back to, well, how can I feed myself little nuggets of positive things and build on it. And what happened is I learned that over time, if I kept doing that, it grew and grew and more to where all that other stuff started to fade away. It took a while, but it did start to go away. And it took me about a year to work through it and and really go through emotions that I had inside of me. Like there's an emotional aspect of being sick where you feel like you've lost yourself, you know, like who am I now? (laughs) You know, I can't do the same things. I don't know if I'm that person I was before or am I new person now that I'm talking to spirit. It was a very confusing time for me to figure out how do I come back out into the world and then how do I tell people around me what I've gone through? It It was a weird time. And so what my saving grace was was when I would write. I started to journal and write about my experiences, which led to me, you know, writing a couple of books. And um, I do a lot of posts, too, on social media where I'm sharing a lot of these messages that I receive. And so that always brings me, when I do the writing, more to a place of healing, more to a place of acceptance and understanding my purpose. And it just it makes me feel good and like I'm following my path, but it also help, right. it helps me to know that I'm helping others who might be, you know, struggling, who might be going through a really hard time. Maybe they're just beginning to open up to the concept of communicating with spirits or just who they are in this world or understanding their gifts, their, their true state of love within themselves. And so I, I really do it for 
knowing that I came back, because I, I really almost crossed over when I was sick. And so I came back to do that work, you know, and, I, and I, it was very clear to me. Clarity comes in when you're going to the other side and you realize <laughs> oh, wow. this is why I'm here. It's like, oh, yeah, now I remember. I remember all those years I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't listening to what the communication was trying to come to me from spirit. They were trying to tell me for a long time, you're doing too much. You're not, you know, you're not following your path. You're not using your gifts. You're not being yourself. And so this, this was a good reminder point for me. And once I started down this path, I just couldn't turn back anymore. It's like you just open a new door and you walk through and you, you just feel like it matches you. You know it's the right thing because all of a sudden everything makes sense and fits into place. Sure. How do you know really when, when you are listening to your own intuition or angels or spirit guides, how do you know which, which it is, whether it's just something, a random thought in your head, or if it's an actual spirit guide trying to get a message to you? That is a good question. It's not like that separate phone lines or anything. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that would be easier, right? But it's funny yeah. because I don't know how I did this. I just, once I awakened to this, I basically started to understand what was happening. So at the beginning, I could tell it was angels because I saw visions and I could hear voices. And then as it went along, I could tell that if it was a spirit, it was on the other side of my ear, like the other side, left versus right. And right. they would say things to me to identify that. So they helped me kind of understand this is who this is. This is what's coming through. And then as I went along, I began to become more aware that really I could tap into anything, not just angels and spirits. I could reach into um, higher beings and like the collective consciousness and, you know, my higher self and all these different things. And so as I did that, I would just basically focus on it. I would say, okay, I want to connect to this. If I'm meditating or breathing or thinking about it, I would just focus on what I wanted to bring in. And I would always put my intention towards, I want to bring the highest message of love and light. And when I would do that, then that energy would come through. So I could say, I want to connect to the source or God energy. And I'd focus on that intention and that's what would come forward. And so I just trusted it. I just went with it. It's like, okay, let me play around with this. Let me just see what it is. And I never received any, you know, weird messages or anything scary or anything like that. So I knew this had to be something. This can't be nothing. I'm not making this up. It's a different feeling when you're in your head space. That's really more where you're kind of questioning yourself sometimes or it's chitter chatter. You know, it's just not the same. This is a very different way that it comes through and it's it's more of a um very pure energy it's it's so intelligent and also just so like healing and loving at the same time it it, they amaze me with the things they say to me i'm like oh my gosh i can't believe you just said that that is amazing (laughs) i have to use that for something you know they're giving me like little lines and things i'm like wow and then i'll see images sometimes And the images, I'm like, wow, that is so, like, it's beyond what you could even put into your imagination. I'm like, where did that come from? So I I just know, for me, my experience, it's from how I feel the energy, but also I can hear them, and I've gotten used to 
how they come in differently. Sure. Well, right. I suppose once you once you know where the message is coming from, then you know who's generally who's uh, who's giving you the message, correct? Right. Um, talking with uh, Pam Barsh, her website is pambarsh.com, P-A-M-B-A-R-O-S-H.com. Take a look at the, uh, the website, and you'll see the, uh, the e-book there, The Seven Magical Steps to Activating Your Soul Abundance. And that's, that's for free, isn't it, Pam? Yes, that's free on my website. And when you sign up, you're going to receive um, newsletters. And what I do is I offer a lot of meditations and classes through Zoom, and I'll put tips in my newsletters about, you know, things for your energy or little spiritual tips and put messages from spirit in there as well. Okay, excellent. Now, this this time that we're in right now, 2020, and like Tamara and I were talking in the outset, um, a, a lot of people are, well, a lot of arguments are popping up nowadays between uh, loving husbands and wives and in the house. How do we fix that? How do we fix that within our own house and with our own family with the people we love the most? Well, one thing I would like to say is we try to think of fixing, but I'm not sure if fixing is the right word. I would say that there's levels of healing or adjusting. And I think the main thing to remember is we're all on different paths, even though Mm -hmm. We're in a relationship with somebody, and it could be, you know, a romantic relationship, our partner. It could be a friendship. It could be a relative. We're all on a different trajectory of where we're at as far as, you know, being more in that state of love or accepting things in the world. And and we just are at at different points. And being at different points means there's going to be conflicts at times. You know, that's just the way it is. We're not always exactly in the same exact frequency, right? Because we're talking about energy. So sometimes we are. And then so so think about that. When you feel good around somebody and you're having a great day and everything's going great, it's because you're in that same frequency. You're like, yeah, we're, we're you know, digging each other. We're, we're, you know, getting along. We're like in that place of understanding each other. And then, you know, if somebody has a bad day, that person can get off and the other one's maybe not. And so then you see kind of the conflict. So you're at different places. So I would say just part of it is kind of being in that understanding, you know, first of all, knowing that when we're looking at somebody else, we're looking at ourselves and understand that they are at a different point and in their, you know, learning of what their spiritual path is. So, maybe being kinder, being more patient, being more understanding, just finding a way to, to kind of meet in the middle and bridge the gap at times. And, you know, sometimes like in a relationship, one person may have to step forward first, you know, and, and be the one that heals, right, that sure. kind of reaches out. It's, it's, you know, both people want to, you know, be in that stubborn place of I'm not going to, do anything about it, I don't want to talk about it or whatever, then it kind of keeps going on. It doesn't get resolved and it creates a lot more tension. But if one person can just increase their awareness and just say, okay, is this really where I want to be? And I think also for me, what I look at, I I have my own, you know, times like that too. Nobody has a perfect relationship. And I think that for me, I think about, I always come back to if I'm at the end of my life, and I'm looking back on it, and I'm, and I'm thinking about what were the important moments 
can that kind of shift me right now to realize that I may not have that much time with this person and maybe I need to find a lot more positivity in it. And I find that for me in the relationship that I'm in right now, what I find that's very helpful is finding things that will bring you together that's kind of your thing. So it's whatever will ground you back together. So it could be that you say, okay, well, we're going to say prayers together every night. Or we're, if we ever have conflict, this is what we're going to do. We're going to read this passage or we're going to, like, listen to some music or just take a few minutes and breathe. And, you know, maybe we can go in separate rooms, but then we're going to come back together and just kind of hug it out. You know, you just have to have something that is a way that you have a go-to that is something that's easier to do rather than wait till you're in the conflict and then, you know, you're heated or you're upset. You're, you know, you're in that place emotionally where it's harder to reason in that way. It's a little more difficult to get in your heart, but remember to come back to your heart. If you were to put your hand on your heart when you're in that conflict and that something that's going back and forth with communication, and just feel your heart space in that moment, that kind of brings it back to the reality. You know, it gives you a point of, wow, what am I, what am I experiencing here? Is this, is this going in the direction I want it to go? And it's just being out of our heads more and more in our heart, I think. And, but it's, it's never going to be perfect, like I said. I think we're always, you know, working through things. Like I said, each of us has our own unique journey and you know at times we'll be more aligned with people and other times we we may not sure i i spent 15 years as a police officer and i think back to the times that i was in being trained in conflict resolution but sometimes i can i can be so terrible when i'm arguing with the, again the people i love the most but uh, with the conflict resolution um between two neighbors you know i'd go to one house and I'd hear the argument and try to convince that person that they're right, basically, as mediator. I, I felt that was kind of a, a job of mine. But eventually, I would say to both parties, somebody has to be the bigger person. Somebody has to mm-hmm. s- stop being so petty. Somebody has to just rise up and and give that olive branch, so to speak. Yeah, and, and honestly, anger is like a form of emotional pain in a way, so... If you think of it that way, like everybody really when they have any kind of expression of emotion, they're experiencing something within themselves that is a, that's, that's hurting them in a way. And so there's something unresolved that's deeper than whatever that experience is. So if we could look at somebody and say, man, they're having a hard time, and sometimes I do too. And what if I instead could interact with them in a way that's coming from that place of understanding because we all do. And it, it's, it's just hard if there's more than one person and, you know, they're all trying to be angry at the same time. That's a little more difficult, <laughs> but you know, it, it's, it takes somebody to be really in that place of peace. Really. If you think about conflicts getting resolved, a person that can hold the energy of peace, that's, like amazing they can step into a situation and shift it with barely saying anything at all because mm-hmm. it's just their right. energy frequency they just it's kind of like when a baby will quiet down because somebody is able to handle the baby better whether it's the mom or somebody else that they are attuned to 
and they just automatically calm down the minute that person holds the baby or is around the baby. So it's, it's the same thing. And, you know, you just can feel it. It's like if somebody walks into the room, you know, there's always that person that you know that's going to liven things up, that's going to be, like, super happy or you're just going to feel good around them. And those are the people that are carrying their light in the world and they are holding that energy so that others, if they're going through these hard times, they can still feel that energy as a reminder of the presence of God. Right. Beautiful. Tamara, you have a uh, question for Pam? Well, I, I could tell beautifully, beautifully stated. Um, and I, I, I've heard this a lot with people lately, as you know, you and I are in very similar uh, positions in, in career, we'll say. Uh, Pam, absolutely, we're all healing through such deep, deep things that we didn't even know were there. Maybe they've been suppressed for a long time, and we've never had time to look at it till this year. So I, I, I totally understand, Ryan, like you said, it, it, and that is just true, human nature, right? Sometimes we can, you know, go help strangers resolve things and then we go gosh you know I, I see that within me because they're another you right so yeah. yeah we're just really totally having to see how if something's triggering us that's obviously an un- unresolved issue or something that needs healed within us wouldn't you agree Pam I, I think you've stated that yeah. beautifully yeah and I also agree that another thing is we do focus on how there's a lot of struggles in the world but one thing to really focus on is there's a lot of good, too. And a lot of times I will get messages from spirit through people in a positive way. So they may come to me and remind me of something that I need to hear again and again. You know, there's something that I need to hear to uplift myself or maybe to spend more time to take care of myself or something like that. So I think one of the things is to know that spirit comes in different ways. It's not just showing the mirror of the things that you need to work on and heal, but also look at all right. the good in there. Like, look at that. Look at that. Now, if you could take that and just look in the mirror every day and say, oh, my gosh, look how amazing I am. Look how I have, you know, followed my calling. Look how I have, like, helped people or, you know, done all these great things. Or just even if I've gotten up that day and I just breathed and I looked at the birds and the trees, you know, it's such a simple thing. Spirit often tells me. If you just got to earth and you came here and you just took a few breaths and you went outside and you just admired nature and, you know, all of God's creations, then that would be enough. And see, sometimes we focus so much on, oh, we have to accomplish so many things because I must have come here to do a lot of stuff. And and yet there's things that we're going to do along the way, but just to know that if all we did was we got up and just appreciated our existence here, that would be enough. And then we could, we could say we've, we've completed our mission. We've, we've done what we needed to do. We've remembered who we are. We've appreciated ourselves. We've found the love within. We've seen our own reflection. Beautiful. Beautiful. You, uh, you speak of in the, the seven magical steps to activating your soul abundance, um, carry nothing forward. What does that mean? Well, a lot of times I'll talk about 
how every day is a new day you can be born. So even if you've had something happen the day before, you know, you could have had a, a bad day at work or somebody, you know, interacted with you in a way that was a little difficult. Just know you can get up the next day and still hit the reset button and not carry that forward. Don't carry a sense of feeling like you're worried about something that happened or you feel guilty of something or you, you feel like you were wronged in some way. Don't carry that forward as much as possible. Always clear out things like that and learn to let it go because those things are so small in the bigger picture they're just weighing a person down by carrying it forward. It, it really holds your energy in a place where you're not completely able to bring in your highest power. It starts to turn off your light a little bit every time you get into those states of worry and fear and feel like you've, you know, you've taken the wrong path that day or whatever. It's, it's just forgiving yourself like every moment. Forgiving other people, forgiving yourself. Sometimes it's hardest to forgive yourself because we look at ourselves constantly. And it's funny because I don't think people, if you really were to ask them, I doubt if people would know all the things about us that we don't like. Like if I were to say I don't like this, this, and this about myself, I don't think anybody around me would even say that. It's just sometimes right. we're, more, we're harder on ourselves because we are ourselves. We're looking at ourselves constantly. So, you know, we're seeing our reflection in everything. And so it, it can be difficult to keep in that same vibration of a, a higher vibration where you're not doing that. And, of course, in our environments, we're affected by a lot of things and we hear things that we start to take in and think, oh, that must be true, that must be true because it's like a common belief that's in the collective. And so we start to follow that in a subconscious way and don't realize what we're doing. And honestly, it's just always staying in your light and standing up for what you believe in and say, okay, I know that I am a spirit first. Okay. I'm in my light. And if I can hold that in this physical plane and just keep going back to that, then I can go forward with my own pathway which holds that light. So I just find that letting things go is the key. You just It's like carrying baggage around. You know, you don't think about it this way. You don't want to carry like 10 suitcases behind you everywhere. I mean, how awkward that would that be to walk around with that kind of load all the time? It's so much lighter when you let things go and you just say, well, what is the joy in this moment? There's joy in me knowing that I am here, I am still here to take in whatever is in my day-to-day and just experience everything fully. How do, we, how do we reach out to other souls? Do you mean like on the earth or? Anywhere. Anywhere? <laughs> you say that, that, that's a step in your, your ebook as well, reaching out to other souls. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? Well, a lot of that is happening on a level that we don't quite understand consciously. So we have connections that we don't quite know. We don't always sense that. We tend to sense the connections that are closer to us because we, we, we'll have that recognition. You know, like you meet somebody and you just know that you they're familiar. There's something comfortable there. And so these are like a soul connection that's kind of like a soulmate that's it's somebody that came in 
to be a part of your journey. Now, connecting to other souls, what I'm meaning by that is going beyond our physical expression and just really going into our heart space and understanding people at that level and really seeing who they are beyond our physical plane. Like, who are they beyond that? What are they needing? What are their, you know, talents? What, what is it that's really great about them? And try to bring that out in each other and find our connections to people that really keep us on our path and feel like it's our tribe in a sense. So we may join groups of people or we may, you know, follow a certain type of path where we're interested in something that leads us to people that then help us to grow more and, and we in turn are helping them. So most of it, I'm talking about just making those connections that you're going to experience every day in your, in your environment and on your path as you maybe travel around to different experiences. But you can also connect by sending out love energy to the collective energy of all souls. You could be meditating and say, I want to send love to other people. I want to send love to the earth. I want to send love to whatever situation is happening. Just, you know, pick something that's happening in the world. Like right now, the stuff that's going on, we could focus on that and just say, okay, I'm going to send love out. And that's one of the things that I did when we started to have all of this stuff happen this year. I began to focus on sending that energy out wherever it needed to go. I didn't really identify it. It has to go to a certain person. It just needs to go out where it needs to go. And let that be an energy that I can bring in from the other side and I'll be the conduit and then I'll allow that to go where it needs to go because since I have that ability and I, and I know how to focus on that, let me do that. Let me contribute towards good rather than something that will contribute towards the fear of everything. So it's just, it's just being more aware of how we connect at a deeper level and if we can just really focus on understanding that if we send messages of love to each other, we're helping ourselves and we're helping that person too. Like every time we send it to ourselves, we're helping somebody else. When we send it to somebody else, that's helping us back in return as well. And it's just this constant flow of energy. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that all souls in some way or another are connected? Yeah, for sure. I feel like everything is connected. I see... In my mind, I have a lot of visuals of what I think is more of the universal energy and, you know, what would be in different dimensions and things like that. And I see energy connected everywhere and among every existence of our souls where we travel in different lifetimes. And so I don't see any separation at all. And I also see how we are part of the source energy. So if you think of that, if you think of like the concept of focus on something like the sun, and it's, if you imagine the sun, you don't say, well, it's, you know, all these bits and pieces or whatever, you see it as a whole. And so that's really what it is. Even though we have traveled to this physical plane, we're still a part of that sun energy. Beautiful. Wow, you're you're blowing my cosmic mind. You're 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 discussing many things that have come up in sessions and conversations this week, and 
do you believe that you get? It sounds like you're clairvoyant. Is that one of your strongest? Mm-hmm. You get the download visually, right? Yeah, um, I, I would. I get both. I both different types, not yeah. just clairvoyance, but yeah, it's pretty strong. Everything. Yeah, right. It sounds like you've been doing this for a long time, so it's just it's hard to describe, isn't it? Uh, to to those that are just learning. You know, I've done this my whole life, and it sounds like you've had quite an awakening. But I, I came close to crossing over very, very young. So it sounds like you had a, an adult awakening to that, the veil being incredibly thin. Right. Did, did, you actually, did you actually cross over through the veil? Um, well, this is, this is interesting to talk about because what happened was I think I kind of went really fast and came back fast. So it wasn't like a full experience where – I have these memories of a long process of doing that, but it just happened in an instant where I saw angels coming towards me. And then I began to have these thoughts of, I don't want to go yet, but I said, I don't want to go because I have a book to write. Now that was weird because I thought I would say, I don't want to go because I want to be here for my family or something like that. But I actually said something very clear that was what I came here to do. And then I also had other experiences. So then I would do meditation, and a couple of times I went out of my body and went to the experience of what it would be like to exit and go into like a life review. And I've had other meditations like that too where I've gone into different experiences like that, and I've had dreams with relatives where they were talking to me, and I was like on the other side having these conversations. So I pretty much have had it all across the board in different experiences. It wasn't just that one time. And so because of those different layers that have happened, it's opened me up to all the different possibilities. And like when I was talking to my relatives, it was, everything was so brilliantly colored and, and different than anything I've ever seen before. And, and it, it also sparked me to when I create things, to bring in those colors. So that's why you'll see through my website and and things like that, that I have colors that are more vibrant because I'm trying to replicate what the other side looks like as much as possible, even though it's never going to be exactly the same, but it gives you that feeling. Right. Well, because it's very illuminescent. It's hard to Mm -hmm. put it less unless you were able to paint with light, which you kind of can do, right? On the internet, it, it can kind of glow out at you. So I'm looking forward to checking out your website. But, yes, it sounds like you're definitely doing your calling and bringing love and light and that unconditional love and light to the planet. And we thank you so much. This is really, really important knowledge right now for people. Um, as we can all feel something very in the collective, very strange happening, right? Um, and I know a lot of people haven't really wanted to discuss what their discernment is or what reality we're even picking because a lot of people even believe that we are creating as we go along, right? Individually, right. let alone collective. Have you had any thoughts of or projections from spirits of what the next year is going to look like, for instance. I, I, we're getting it little chunks at a time mm-hmm. over here. It, has that been the synopsis for you? 
I think it's still, there's a lot of shifting and I think it's kind of taking moment by moment and instead Mm -hmm. of being so focused on, okay, it has to be a certain thing. This next year is going to definitely be this. I think it's going to be a lot of different things. And so it'll change day to day, week to week. And it's going to be like, Whoa, I didn't know that was going to happen. That's different. And I, and I think that sincerely that's going to be that way. And I think it's going to be that way is because people are, still, you know, in a place of fear because of what's going on. And and it's just going to be a little awkward for a while still. And we're still awakening more to different levels. I mean, obviously, it's not like we've all just gone up to this higher plane and we're all there and we're having a good time. We're at different levels everywhere. So I think it's, but it's good. I think it also has created this place for people to go within themselves just individually think of it before like how much were people spending time doing that and like slowing down or taking a pause and whatnot and so now they're kind of forced to do that more and so it created like well what are what are the other possibilities that I wasn't seeing before I was so stuck in like following things at a fast pace maybe I was missing things that were more important. So it has created, I think, a greater awareness of that and how we connect to each other. And honestly, because we're more isolated, it's really created a different way for us to connect to each other. And if we come out of it and we're, you know, back in our normal ways again and we're in groups and things like that, I bet we won't take things for granted as much. You know, because we've had to go through right. this phase of really digging deep. I mean, it's it's a deep dive to go into this kind of thing. So I think it's it's going to be still a lot of ups and downs and, and a lot of shifting and probably will be like that for at least another year or two, I feel. Now, that doesn't mean there isn't light there and there isn't hope right. and there isn't, you know, good things. There is a lot of good that is happening too, and that's what we need to start to focus on more. Absolutely. Very well spoken. Um, go ahead, Ryan. Oh, I was going to ask, like you said earlier, Pam, how sometimes when when you're at a tense moment with somebody, you think, you know, could this be the last time I'll talk to them? And of course, thinking that it's the ultimate. Uh, and were, were to come, of course. Now we've we've got a situation where this Thanksgiving and this Christmas we may not be able to to spend with our families like we always have in the past. But then after that, a lot of us are going to get a second chance. You, you think that's kind of the good of this? That sometimes we we can we can think of how we're, we're we'll be getting a second chance once this is all over. Yeah, I think there's this feeling of I can't wait till we can do those things that we didn't get a chance to focus on as much. Maybe we were kind of doing it before we were, we were getting together, we were gathering, we were connecting with people, but we were still in that hurried state of, okay, well, Mm -hmm. let's just get the holidays over with, or let's just, you know, do that vacation real quick or whatever it was. And I think this is creating a different point of view because even for me, I've thought about, well, I don't know if all of my family will get together because it's different this year. But then I already started to think about next year 
and, right. you know, next Christmas and like what that would be like. And just, it already feels different to me, like lighter, like it could be so amazing and we can have a really good experience and a good connection. And I think it's going to change things for the better overall. We can still find ways to connect, even if we can't get together. But I think it is having, it's giving us a point of appreciation and gratitude for all of these things that we have been just doing for years and, you know, feeling like it's just another task. Right. Sure. Right. I, I, go ahead, Ryan. Oh, I was going to say, since we've been doing this show since the middle of, uh, of September, I, I've brought this up quite a bit, how eventually just about every guest we've had on has gotten to that, that topic of gratitude, how it's so important that we that we show gratitude, we have gratitude, we we give it to others. Um, how important is that? It's very important, and it's what builds us up to continue on that positive energy path where we are connecting to the source. And I find it even in the strangest ways that you can you can have that gratitude because we say that we think oh it has to be this really big thing like. I have to create this big portal for gratitude and I'm not, I'm not doing it right or something. But honestly, I think it can be just the littlest things that we do in our lives. Like I was thinking the other day, you know, we're at home more and I haven't been able to do the things I normally would like to do. And what, you know, what if I just stay at home during the holidays because I know, you know, things have been a little bit more on the increases with the numbers and things like that. What if I just stay home and I appreciate everything in my house. And I just go around and, like, you know, read every book that I haven't been able to read. And I just listen to music I haven't listened to and maybe paint some pictures or hang out with the kids or something. And I just really put all of my focus on that. And don't worry about what's out there that I think I should be doing. Just really appreciate what things I have because there's people that maybe – don't have all of those things too. So it's like appreciating what is right in front of you instead of always looking for the things that you want next. It's like really being in the presence of what's in front of you and your experiences and your connections in front of you. And once you put your focus on that and you find the good in that and you, you put that gratitude in there, it produces more of that. It opens more doorways for you to bring that in more with other people. Mm-hmm. We are talking with uh, Pam Barsh. Uh, take a look at her website. It's pambarsh.com, P-A-M-B-A-R-O-S-H.com. And once again, Pam, uh, and by the way, if, uh, folks, if you'd like to uh, join in our conversation, just a few minutes left, give us a call, 319-527-6702. And uh, Pam, what about when when we're living with... Uh, guilt or regrets how do we get over that well I think everybody has their own process and you know I've worked through that myself I've had things that came up in that way and I think it just takes time to work through and to understand like where is it coming from and why is that something that's within us is it because we've gone through a a difficult experience and we feel like we did something wrong there or we could have done something different and we look back on it and think, if I had just done this other thing and made a different choice, then this would have happened instead. And we go through all these possible 
yeah. trajectories, all these possible realities of what, how it could have been different. And I did that in my life too. And there was a couple of things that happened that made me go in that direction. And it just got to a point where I felt like if I focus on that over and over and over again, and I keep feeling that way that I could have done it different or I shouldn't have done that, I'm never really releasing it when truly God released it a long time ago. And I was just holding on to it thinking that I was being judged or there was something I could have done better and been a better person. But honestly, just being in your awareness and knowing that you learn from something is enough to shift it out of the guilt. All you need to do is put your awareness on it and say, I, okay, that wasn't the best, but that's okay. I'm going to, I'm going to move on and let that go. And I don't want to, keep that in my heart because my heart wants to be free and light and God forgave me a long time ago. Right. Beautiful. What, uh, Pam, will we find on your website? Um, I have a blog and I put a lot of different articles, posts about everything from energy to chakras. And then I also do have some channel message on there, uh, channel messages from angels and, different beings that have brought messages through. And I have information about some of the services that I provide with coaching and mediumship. And I'm also doing hypnotherapy and past life regression sessions as well for people that want to work through a deeper healing to really find out what is causing them to be stuck and not able to move past something, not able to bring in that feeling of having that higher place of love. So we just kind of work through those things and see what are the, what are the connectors, what are the things in our, our souls, the consciousness across all lifetimes, what is happening there. And then I have other information about, you know, different um, topics, like I'll talk about angels and chakras and, you know, positive thinking and different things on there. So you can, Click on there and just look around and find different things. Okay, excellent. PamBarsh.com, P-A-M-B-A-R-O-S-H.com. And, Pam, this, this hour went very quickly. I thank you very much. Thank you. It was amazing. And I really loved talking to you all, and it just felt like we had a really good vibe. And I think yeah. there was a lot of synchronicities to the conversation. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's the name of the game. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, well, and when, when there's that that three energy of open, strong hearts that are willing to be authentic, right? Authenticity of, and I loved what you had said, you know, you and I, like I said, are, are very similar in alignment of what we came here for, right? And everybody just thinks that, you know, just because we – can see heaven and bring through all these wonderful messages. They're coming from source, but we're having a human experience. And when, you know, they come through our lips or through our hand, writing it down or through our art or expression, we're just as in awe as humans and and learning right along with our clients. And I think that's really important to tell people we are advancing collectively and individually transformation like we've never seen in our in our lifetime at least this one right so we're all kind of adjusting to these new energies but we're getting better at it every day 
one step forward, two steps back, but we're getting, we're raising our consciousness to a higher level of love, and, and we're getting there. We're making wonderful progress. Wonderful things are happening all around us. So I think that's a wonderful point you made of let's, let's give more intention and focus on, on, on such good things changing. I think that's a great place to wrap it up. And uh, thank you so much for your service to humanity. Good luck on your journey, and thanks so much for being on. Thank you. Have a good evening. All right. Thanks, Pam. Have a good night. Well, Tamara, I think that was uh, a conversation that uh, that I needed for one tonight. We always seem to get the right guest at the right time. I tell you, Ryan, you are a brilliant man, and I think that women, you know, men really need to listen to this show because we have just strong women that are willing to really give assistance in, in trying to help you guys figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> because we're know, very complex, but you know, the the topics with so many of my clients and and um, you know, friends, family, and all the conversations I've had in the in the last month have been just like we are very different, but we have to see how we're very much the same. Men are different in the fact that they are very linear, right, and we are very, you know multifaceted so we have to really try to explain to each other through our lens how we perceive our reality and I think we can feel through that more so than even sometimes with words you know and and that's where I I have a dear friend here in in Nashville and I think it might be even a little southern saying but I I love this it's like sometimes you got to get your heart right you know it's like let's have this gentle conversation explaining your perspective you know so so we can both feel that love and sending love to you and Jen I I, like I said I know she's been working in a field that's got to be so strange you you as as a teacher oh yeah oh my gosh she is holding the light for so many children plus their parents right plus the, the staff the board Women in general have a tendency, and she's a Cancerian, right? So she's yes. a natural healer. Right? You know, she's just a natural sensitive and a natural healer. But, you know, you might want to learn Reiki so you can give her a little when she gets home. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> Not a bad idea. So anyway, Not a bad idea. <laughs> I, I'm telling everybody, it's like I, I need to put a course out there for a couple of Reiki because, you know, just we we naturally just human touch. You know, we're, we're we've we've been isolated so long energetically, even. You know, that everybody just needs a hug, but we've to- been told we can't. Right? It was very strange last night, being downtown and everything was social distance. I was at a writer's um, concert, very social distance. But you know, I took a picture next to a guy. Without a mask, he took it down, you know, for the photo. Everybody's got their own journey and their own awareness. And there's just a lot of finger pointing going on energetically. It's empathic. We're all doing the best we can. It's hard to try to know what to do. You can, one can only know through their own intuition of what feels right in that particular moment. And 
and that's why I think intuitives in general, all the ones I've talked to and worked to and, and several that we've had here on the show, moment, you know, every day is a brand new day of creation. We have a tendency to just string it into one long, tomorrow's done. You know, this day is almost done. So we count our blessings and everything we learn doing tomorrow is Saturday. It's a new day. It's been a long, intense week for everybody. Um, get a good night rest. Everything is like, shut that computer down. You know, shut, shut it all down. And tomorrow's a new day. So that's for everybody. Much love to you guys. What a wonderful guest, Pam. You bring, you bring an awesome, awesome guest on the show. Another great pick, Rye. As yeah, everybody this knows a good one. That, right? <laughs> We've just had nothing and, but fantastic, fantastic oh, yeah. helpers. Monday. So, uh, Mon- yeah. Yep. Monday the 23rd, Frank Joseph, Ancient High Tech. That should be fun. And then Wednesday oh, yeah. the 25th, as we do on the last Wednesday of every month, John Russell, Psychic John Russell, will be on the show. So that's a two hour Already? Show. Oh, Already. So it's the last Wednesday of the month. It seems like he was. I know. I can't believe it's been a month. Oh, good. Well, what is wonderful. <laughs> we're definitely we're definitely going to have to get our nerd hats on on Monday because we totally geek out when it comes to the ancient civilization stuff. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, for sure. And John is just such a treat. Everybody will get to call in and we'll learn a lot through that, too. So, it, it, you know, I will be here as an assistant as usual. But yeah, yeah. So have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Blessings to you guys. Enjoy this beautiful weekend. I hope it's decent up there in Wisconsin. It's going to be 74 down in Nashville. 74 down in Nashville? 74. Love them. <laughs> <Sunny>. <laughs> okay, folks. That's it for tonight. Once again, Frank Joseph coming on Monday and then John Russell's Psychic Readings on Wednesday the 25th. Join us here on the Ryan Lindsay Show. Take a look at RyanLindsayShow.com for more information on guest past and future. Thank you for joining us. You've been listening to the Ryan Lindsay Show. Visit RyanLindsayShow.com for more information.